Hello and welcome to Insightful Infusion. I'm thrilled to have you join us for this exciting exploration into biomimicry and nature-inspired design. My goal in this episode is to highlight the incredible work of scientists, engineers and designers who take inspiration from nature's blueprints to create more sustainable, efficient and elegant solutions to problems in various fields. From Velcro, inspired by plant hooks to architecture with termite mounds, we'll delve into the groundbreaking applications of biomimicry across diverse fields such as medicine, engineering and more. Before we dive in, let's take a moment to define biomimicry. Simply put, it is the imitation of living organisms to draw inspiration from nature to solve human issues. Coined by Janine Benyus in 1998, she pointed out, it is important to look at nature. After all, it has had 3.8 billion years to come up with ideas. As you may already know, Velcro is one of the most famous inventions inspired by nature. The method is ingenious. It came from Georges de Mestral, a Swiss engineer who, on a hiking trip in the 1940s, saw cockleburs cling to his clothes and his dog's fur. Having difficulty removing them, he pried one away and examined it under a microscope. He saw the hook system in place, which the plant used to use anything mobile as a transporter of their seeds to spread far and wide. De Mestral knew this could have other applications for people. After experimenting, he introduced the world to Velcro in 1955. The world was taken by storm. The name Velcro came from a combination of French words velour and crochet meaning hooked velvet. It is now everywhere from keeping rugs grounded to tidying cables. Despite the fame of Velcro, biomimicry is all around us, from wind turbines to whole cities. After all, why reinvent the wheel when it's already been done for us? Benius mentions three types of biomimicry, copying form and shape, copying a process like photosynthesis in a leaf, and mimicking at an ecosystem's level. It does seem obvious when you think about it. Nature has done the hard work in their evolutionary trial and error. It makes sense to piggyback on that success and implement it to benefit ourselves and hopefully the world around us. One of the most promising areas of biomimicry is medicine, where scientists are looking to nature for inspiration in developing new treatments and drugs. One such example is the venom of cone snails, which is being studied for its potential to create non-addictive painkillers. The venom of these snails contains a powerful neurotoxin that can paralyse their prey. But researchers have found a way to isolate specific molecules in the venom that can be used to create highly effective painkillers that do not carry the same risk of addiction and overdose as traditional painkillers. Once the molecules have been isolated, they are tested to determine their effectiveness as painkillers. This involves studying their effects on nerve cells in the lab and testing them to determine their safety and efficacy. The molecules that show the most promise are then further developed and tested in clinical trials to determine their effectiveness in humans. One of the advantages of using cone snail venom to develop painkillers is that the venom contains many different molecules that can be isolated and tested. This means that researchers have a large pool of potential painkillers to choose from and they can select the ones that are most effective and have the fewest side effects. Additionally, because these painkillers are derived from natural sources, they are less likely to cause harmful side effects than synthetic drugs. The potential benefits of non-addictive painkillers are enormous. Opioid addiction has become a major public health crisis in many parts of the world, and traditional painkillers carry a high risk of addiction and overdose. By developing non-addictive painkillers from cone snail venom, researchers could provide a safer and more effective option for treating pain. Despite the potential benefits, there are still many challenges to overcome in the development of these painkillers. 
One of the biggest obstacles is the difficulty of synthesizing the molecules in large quantities. Cone snails are small and rare, and it is difficult to obtain enough venom to produce large quantities of painkillers. Additionally, the venom contains so many different molecules that the difficulty of isolation is increased. Despite these obstacles, researchers remain optimistic about the potential of cone snail venom as a source of non-addictive painkillers. By continuing to study the venom and develop new techniques for synthesizing the molecules, they hope to create a new generation of painkillers that are safer, more effective and more sustainable than traditional drugs. Ants are known for their incredible strength and impressive organizational skills. But did you know that they also have the power to fight off dangerous infections? Some species of ants have evolved to produce antimicrobial chemicals that protect their colonies from harmful bacteria and fungi. These chemicals are so powerful that they can even kill antibiotic-resistant bacteria, which are becoming an increasingly common problem in healthcare settings. How do ants produce these powerful antimicrobial chemicals? It all starts with their diet. Ants are known to consume a variety of plants and other organic materials, and many of these foods contain compounds that have antimicrobial properties. By consuming these compounds, ants are able to incorporate them into their bodies and use them to defend against infections. But that's not all. Ants also have specialised glands that produce their own antimicrobial chemicals. These chemicals are secreted onto the surface of their bodies and can also be used to disinfect the environment around them. For example, ants may use these chemicals to clean their nests and to disinfect food sources. Scientists are now studying these antimicrobial chemicals in the hopes of developing new antibiotics that can fight off dangerous infections in humans. By mimicking the chemicals produced by ants, researchers hope to create new drugs that can kill even the most stubborn bacteria and fungi. And because these chemicals are derived from natural sources, they are less likely to cause harmful side effects than synthetic drugs. So the next time you see an ant crawling across your kitchen counter, remember that these tiny insects are not only impressive in their strength and organisation, but also in their ability to fight off infections. Who knows? They may hold the key to the next generation of antibiotics, from ants to frogs. The African clawed frog has a remarkable defence mechanism against bacteria. Its skin produces peptides that can kill bacteria, and scientists are studying these peptides to develop new antibiotics. These peptides are part of the frog's innate immune system, which is the first line of defence against infection. When the frog's skin is exposed to bacteria, it releases these peptides to kill the bacteria and prevent infection. What makes these peptides so effective is their ability to target specific parts of the bacterial cell. Unlike traditional antibiotics, which can kill both harmful and beneficial bacteria, these peptides only target harmful bacteria. This makes them much more selective and less likely to cause harmful side effects. In addition, these peptides are highly effective at killing bacteria resistant to traditional antibiotics. This is because they work by disrupting the bacterial cell membrane, which is a fundamental part of the bacterial cell. By targeting the cell membrane, these peptides can kill bacteria without causing the resistance that is often seen with traditional antibiotics. Researchers are now studying these peptides to develop new antibiotics that can fight off dangerous infections in humans. By mimicking the peptides produced by the African clawed frog, they hope to create new drugs that can kill even the most stubborn bacteria and fungi. And because these peptides are derived from natural sources, they are less likely to cause harmful side effects than synthetic drugs. The potential benefits of these new antibiotics are enormous. 
With the rise of antibiotic-resistant bacteria, there is an urgent need for new antibiotics that can fight off dangerous infections. By studying the African clawed frog and other animals that have evolved to protect themselves from infection, researchers hope to develop new drugs that can help us win the battle against infectious diseases. Moving to one of our greatest foes, cancer treatment is a particularly promising area in the field of biomimicry. Cancer is a disease that is characterised by uncontrolled cell growth and is one of the leading causes of death worldwide. Despite significant advances in cancer treatment, there is still a need for more effective therapies that can target cancer cells while minimising damage to healthy tissues. Something nature has shown time and again it is exceedingly good at. Looking to nature for inspiration, scientists are studying how some animals, such as sharks and electric rays, are able to resist cancer by producing natural molecules that prevent cells from sticking together, known as squalamine. By mimicking the structure and function of squalamine, researchers are developing drugs that can prevent cancer cells from sticking together, thereby preventing cancer from spreading throughout the body. These drugs have shown promise in preventing tumour growth and metastasis, improving patient outcomes. In addition, biomimicry is being used to develop new cancer treatments that target specific types of cancer cells. Researchers are studying the way that certain plants produce compounds that are toxic to cancer cells but do not harm healthy cells. By mimicking these compounds, scientists hope to create new cancer treatments that are more effective and less toxic than traditional chemotherapy drugs. For example, researchers have developed a drug called paclitaxel that mimics the structure of a compound found in the bark of the Pacific yew tree. This compound has been used to treat breast and ovarian cancer, and the new drug is more effective and has fewer side effects than traditional chemotherapy drugs. Another example is the development of a drug called eribulin, which is derived from a compound found in sea sponges. Eribulin works by inhibiting the growth of cancer cells and has been approved for the treatment of breast cancer that has metastasized. Dogs have long been known for their incredible sense of smell, and they are now being trained to detect cancer in humans. It's an exciting and promising area of research that could lead to earlier detection and more effective treatment for cancer patients. The key to dogs' ability to detect cancer lies in their sense of smell. Dogs have an incredible sense of smell that is thousands of times more sensitive than humans. They are able to detect even the slightest changes in odour, which can be a sign of cancer. When cancer cells grow, they release certain volatile organic compounds, VOCs, that are different from the VOCs released by healthy cells. These VOCs can be detected by dogs who are trained to recognise the unique scent of cancer. By sniffing samples of patient urine, breath and sweat, dogs can detect even the smallest traces of cancer cells. The process of training a dog to detect cancer is incredibly intricate and fascinating. It begins with selecting the right dog for the job. Not all dogs have the same level of sensitivity to smells, so it's important to choose a dog with a strong sense of smell and a good temperament for the job. Oh, once the dog has been selected, it undergoes intensive training to recognise the scent of cancer. This involves exposing the dog to samples of patient urine, breath and sweat that contain the VOCs associated with cancer. The dog is trained to recognise these scents and to alert its handler when it detects them. The training process can take several months and involves a great deal of patience and dedication on the part of the dog and trainer. But the results are well worth it. Dogs have been shown to be incredibly accurate at detecting cancer, with some studies reporting success rates of up to 98%. 
The potential benefits of using dogs to detect cancer are enormous. By detecting cancer at an early stage, when it is most treatable, patients have a better chance of survival and may be able to avoid more invasive and costly treatments. Additionally, because dogs are able to detect cancer with such a high degree of accuracy, they could be used to complement existing diagnostic tools, such as mammograms and colonoscopies, to improve the accuracy of cancer detection. Despite the potential benefits, there are still many challenges to overcome in the use of dogs to detect cancer. One of the biggest challenges is the standardization of training and testing protocols. Because there is currently no standard protocol for training and testing cancer detection dogs, it can be difficult to compare results between different studies. Additionally, there are concerns about the cost and availability of cancer detection dogs. Training a cancer detection dog is a time-consuming and expensive process, and there are currently only a handful of organisations that provide this service. As a result, the use of cancer detection dogs is still relatively rare and more research is needed to determine their effectiveness and feasibility on a larger scale. Despite these challenges, researchers remain optimistic about the potential of dogs to detect cancer. By continuing to study the science behind the dog's sense of smell and developing new training and testing protocols, they hope to create a new generation of cancer detection tools that are more accurate, less invasive and more accessible to patients around the world. Overall, biomimicry is offering new hope for cancer patients and is helping to revolutionise the field of cancer treatment. By studying nature's strategies for fighting disease, scientists are developing new drugs, therapies and diagnostic tools that are more effective, less toxic and better targeted to specific types of cancer. As the field of biomimicry continues to advance, it is likely that we will see even more breakthroughs in cancer treatment in the years to come. Moving on from medicine to engineering, biomimicry is a rapidly growing influence and its applications are only just beginning to be explored. One of the major benefits of using biomimicry in engineering is that it can help us create more sustainable and efficient technologies. By looking to nature for inspiration, we can find new solutions to some of the most pressing problems facing humanity. Oh, one example is the development of wind turbines that are more efficient and less noisy. Scientists and engineers are studying the way that humpback whales move through the water and using that knowledge to design more efficient turbine blades. These new turbine blades have a scalloped edge that mimics the shape of humpback whale fins. The scalloped edge helps to reduce turbulence and noise, resulting in a more efficient and quieter wind turbine. Another application of biomimicry in engineering is the development of new adhesives that can be used in various industries, such as construction and medicine. Scientists are studying the adhesive properties of gecko feet, which allow the gecko to climb walls and ceilings without falling. They have discovered that the gecko's feet have millions of tiny hairs, each with thousands of even smaller spatula-like structures that allow the gecko to stick to surfaces. By studying these structures, scientists are able to create adhesives that are strong, reusable and do not leave a residue. Natural inspiration can also be found in the development of new materials. By studying how nature produces materials such as spider silk and abalone shells, scientists are able to create new materials with unique properties that have the potential to revolutionise industries such as aerospace and construction. For example, researchers have developed a material inspired by the structure of abalone shells that is stronger and more flexible than traditional ceramics, which could have applications in various industries. Solar panels are an incredibly promising area of research in the field of biomimicry. 
By studying how plants convert sunlight into energy, researchers are finding new ways to create more efficient and cost-effective solar cells. One approach is to mimic the structure and function of chloroplasts, the organelles in plant cells responsible for photosynthesis. Chloroplasts contain a series of interconnected membranes that capture and convert sunlight into energy. Researchers have developed a new type of solar cell that uses a similar network of membranes to capture and convert sunlight into energy called biohybrid solar cells. These cells have shown promising results in laboratory tests and have the potential to become a game-changer in the field of renewable energy. In addition to biohybrid solar cells, researchers are also studying the way that animals such as butterflies and beetles are able to manipulate light to create brilliant and iridescent colours. By studying the way that these animals create their colours, scientists hope to develop new types of solar cells that are more efficient at capturing sunlight and producing electricity. One example of this approach is the development of solar cells that mimic the structure of butterfly wings. Butterfly wings contain tiny scales that are arranged in a series of overlapping layers. These layers create a unique pattern of light interference that produce the butterfly's beautiful effect. Returning to plants in solar panels, researchers are studying how the leaves of some plants are able to repel water and self-clean even in dusty or dirty environments. By mimicking these properties, scientists hope to develop solar panels that are more resistant to dirt and debris, which can reduce their efficiency over time and also reduce the expense of maintenance. Moving on, termite mounds are a fascinating example of biomimicry in architecture. These structures are built by termites to maintain a consistent temperature and humidity level inside the mound, regardless of the external environment. To achieve this, termites use a complex system of tunnels and chambers that allow them to regulate airflow. Architects and engineers have taken inspiration from termite mounds to design more sustainable buildings that are better adapted to their local environments. One example is the Eastgate Centre in Harare, Zimbabwe, which was designed to mimic the ventilation system of a termite mound. The building is able to maintain a comfortable temperature without the need for air conditioning, even in the hot and humid climate of Zimbabwe. The Eastgate Centre uses a system of vents and chimneys to regulate airflow and temperature, just like a termite mound. Warm air is drawn out of the building through the chimneys, creating a vacuum that draws cool air in through the vents. This natural ventilation system is much more energy efficient than traditional air conditioning systems and it helps to reduce the building's carbon footprint. Another example of biomimicry in architecture is the Bullet Center in Seattle, Washington. This building was inspired by the design of a tree, with each floor representing a different layer of the forest. The building is designed to be self-sufficient and sustainable with features such as solar panels, rainwater collection systems and composting toilets. The Bullet Centre also incorporates natural materials and designs to create a healthy and comfortable indoor environment. The building uses natural ventilation to regulate temperature and air quality, and it is designed to maximise natural light and minimise artificial lighting. The result is a building that is not only sustainable, but also beautiful and functional. Biomimicry is even entering transportation, the Kingfisher Bird was the inspiration behind the redesign of the Shinkansen bullet train in Japan. By studying the streamlined shape of the bird's beak, engineers were able to optimise the design of the train, making it more aerodynamic and efficient. This allowed the train to move more quickly and reduce the noise it produced when entering tunnels, providing a smoother and quieter ride for passengers. Finally, it is worth touching on how we cannot ignore the moral imperative of exploring nature and its benefits to humanity. 
Biodiversity is key to unlocking countless inventions, drugs and aids that we may not even be aware of yet. Preserving biodiversity ensures that we do not lose any potential discoveries that could significantly impact our lives. In addition, studying and understanding the intricate relationships between different species can provide valuable insights into how we can better protect and sustain our planet for future generations. In short, exploring nature and biodiversity is not only crucial for our own well-being, but also for the well-being of the planet as a whole. Biomimicry offers a wealth of possibilities and inspiration for creating more sustainable, efficient and elegant solutions in various fields. As we continue to explore nature's time-tested strategies and systems, we can address pressing challenges and improve our world. By embracing nature's wisdom, we can ensure a brighter, more sustainable future for ourselves and the planet. Thank you for listening. Until next time.